Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I should say, is an exciting week. It's Thanksgiving. So, for Thanksgiving, we're doing two episodes. Crazy. We're going to have this episode that you're listening to right now, which releases today, which is Thanksgiving for you listeners. We are obviously (laughs) not recording it on Thanksgiving. But then we will have another episode at the end of the week because Hawkeye starts and we get two episodes the first week. There's so much to talk about but we're not there yet so we're gonna jump back in time a little reverse reverse action all the way back to modok (laughs) we've kind of spoken about it here and there so we'll just do like a brief run through um but we never had like an official modok episode so uh that's where we're gonna start uh i guess first thoughts um, I thought Modoc was fun, uh, and I think I've said before how much I enjoy Patton Oswalt uh, as a comedian, as a voice actor, as a regular actor, as a gigantic nerd who's made a career out of his gigantic nerdery. <laughs> and so there was a, there was a lot of Patton in this show. He's not just voicing the main character. I'm pretty sure he's like a series creator, and he might even be like a writer on the show. Um and so I think that's what I'm responding to positively about Mara because it wasn't a character that I was very familiar with uh, before the show. Like I might have seen him on like some random super old Marvel property, or maybe I just got him confused with that one thing that I think was on the Iron Man <laughs> uh, cartoon. <laughs> Something. But it was a lot of fun. Uh, and it had some really like kind of neat easter eggy kind of moments that tied into the mcu i don't feel like this counts as mcu canon partly because it's 
on Hulu. <laughs> and all the actors are different. Um, and now we've got Patton Oswalt officially in the MCU yeah. with, uh, um, what is his character's name? The uh, gnome Pip. or whatever he is. Yeah. Pip. Yeah, as Pip. Um, so yeah. I think that Disney is uh, sending their more quote-unquote mature Marvel content over to Hulu because they own Hulu and they can do whatever they want to. Yeah. Like, we'll just shovel everything else over there. So, yeah. It's not my favorite uh, TV show that they've made. <laughs> but I still liked it. It's pretty good. And it's... I'm looking more forward to its second season than I am to, let's say, Hitmonkey. <laughs> <laughs> well... I agree. I think it was a lot of fun. It was... I I tried to start writing down uh, Easter eggs and, like, hidden things when I watched MODOK the first time. And I think after the first 15 minutes of one episode, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do this. It's literally the entire <laughs> show is just reference after reference after Easter eggs. So there's not really anything hidden. They, they kind of sho- shoved it in your face. Um, which is, I mean, Hey, I like that. That's fine. Because like you said, it, obviously it's not, uh, MCU canon. Um, I think that they could potentially pull some canon stuff on Hulu that will like keep it separate enough, but still like, I don't know. I, I, this came out before what if and all that happened. So mm-hmm. I kind of like to think that Hit Monkey is it, it happened in the MCU and some other universe that we don't know about yet. Uh, I mean, there's a multiverse. This is in some multiverse. Yeah. It's yeah. just not in the one that we currently care about. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they even talk about the multiverse in, in MODOK. Um, I think so. It has, it has an ending that seems like it's setting up for either like a, a universal reset or maybe jumping into a different universe. Mm-hmm potentially yeah i i think if you're looking for just like a fun show that has something to do with marvel i've almost said in the marvel universe but i mean i guess it is in the marvel universe not just not the cinematic universe so if you just want to watch like a fun goofy adult animated show (laughs) uh then then i would yeah i would suggest modok um what were you going to say? I was going to say, I do give it snaps for not looking like every other adult animated cartoon that's out there. Have you noticed they all kind of look the same? Yeah, well, it's like and the same. Doesn't. It's like the same three people that do them all. <laughs> yeah, and so this one does have a unique visual style, mm-hmm. for sure, that you don't say, okay, wait, robot chicken. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it is a little robot chicken y, but I, I think it's the same group if I'm not mistaken, oh. so. I'm just thinking, like, uh, gosh, what are all those things that the youths watch? <laughs> well, I know there's, um, like, Rick and Morty and mm-hmm. Solar Opposites. I think both, yeah, those definitely those are both the same. same. Yeah. Uh, I think there's three or four kicking around that look exactly like Bob's Burgers. Yeah. And then there's all the ones on uh, Netflix, except for like Big Mouth doesn't look like any of the others, but all the others just kind of run together in my head. But Big Mouth does kind of look like um, Family it Guy. Kind of does, yeah. yeah. Just with bigger heads, yeah, and bigger mouths. 
Uh, I did write down a few references that I just thought were fun um, from the Modoc show. Uh, they they have a whole thing where he's selling bootleg uh, Marvel action figures or like Avengers action figures, <laughs> and one of them is Spooderman. And I just thought that was funny because Spooderman is like a popular meme. It's just like a, that weird kind of floppy face drawing of Spider-Man. I don't know. I'll have to find it and post it on our Instagram. Uh, but I thought that was funny. The other one I think I actually brought up when we watched the Party Thor episode of What If. Um, but there's the Sigramites. Um, and they're like an entire, I want to say two episodes. It felt like two episodes. Maybe it was just one. Um, but there's a whole plot line where the Sigramites come to Earth and they are throwing out these parties and everyone gets stuck in party mode. And <laughs> then Modoc is like, hold on, you're going to kill us all. And the brood come and hell. <laughs> uh, it's, it's crazy, but it's essentially that episode of what if, um, Wolverine snuck in there in a beer commercial. We never see his face. We just see his claws open some beer and then he clinks his glass with the thing. Um, and then Modoc gets X-Men before we do. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for real. Uh, and then the last one I have is Brute Force. Uh, at one point, we see a movie poster. I believe Wonder Man is like the lead in the Brute Force movie. Brute Force is actually a group of super soldier cybernetic animals um, that is created in the Marvel Universe by the uh, Weapon Plus group, which is the people that made Wolverine, Deadpool, and Captain America. But it is a wild comic. Um, <laughs> I suggest looking them up. There's like a kangaroo, which I think shows up on the on the poster, if I'm not mistaken. And like a hippo, I think, and a dog. I don't, it's weird. It's like Pet Avengers if Pet Avengers were <laughs> super soldiers. <laughs> uh, is there a Pet Avengers there is. I feel like there's a pet Avengers. Yes, there is a pet <laughs> Avengers, uh, and they all have superpowers. Um, it's like Lockjaw. I can't remember the dragon that hangs out with Kitty Pride. Uh, Hawkeye's dog. There's more. <laughs> there's more. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we don't know, monkey, but there's more. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I guess that's that's kind of it for Modok. I mean. Is a fun show. It is very much a like a family sitcom where it's all about how the dad is trying to be a good dad, but he's really not a good dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because he's a super so, villain. <laughs> yeah, it totally, it totally fits that mold. I mean, I guess I could generously say that it's like parodying that kind of structure, mm-hmm. but I, I really don't think it is. I think it's uh, sincere versus like, hey, to make it wacky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's, let's throw it into a world where there are super villains. Yeah, I. You know, it had its emotional moments mm-hmm. for as a goofy a show as it was. <laughs> yeah, it had a pretty dark ending for being, like you said, kind of a goofy show. Yeah, but I definitely agree. I think it ended in a way that they clearly want to make this into something bigger, mm-hmm. like make more seasons. Um, but I, I don't, I don't know that it got renewed for a second season. I would have to look that up, like, but I feel like I heard that it did, or maybe they started with like a two season deal or something like that. Okay. Um. So maybe maybe we're just halfway through like a planned uh, plot. 
Right. Well, did it? It came out in 2019, right? I think it was earlier this year. Oh, maybe it was. I don't know. All these these last couple of years have blended together. Um, For real. Because <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, it's weird that we haven't had the second season yet. But time is nothing. Um, and Patton Oswald <laughs> is busy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's got bigger things now. Uh, well, I guess if you haven't seen it, I'll I'll rate it uh, five Infinity Stones. Mm. I think it's pretty good. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, 2.8 avocados. <laughs> Is the point eight a pit or a second avocado? It's a it's an extra pit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of out there. Uh, well, moving on from that, we'll we'll step, we'll not rewind. We'll fast forward into the future, which is really our present, um, <laughs> and talk about Hit Monkey. Uh, I remember seeing that they were making an animated version of Hit Monkey, and was so excited. Um, <laughs> I think my first introduction to Hit Monkey was in Deadpool, and immediately I was like, "Oh my gosh, there's a superhero." That's just like a monkey assassin. Like I got to read this. Um, I honestly don't know that I've read the entirety of the hit monkey comic story. Um, I was surprised at how long it's been around. I was looking it up today because mm-hmm. I, I had literally never heard of this comic or anything connected to it until like the previews start popping up on Hulu. It's like Marvel's hit monkey. It's like Marvel has a hit monkey. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is a super weird character for them to pull, but I, I think it's exciting because they're taking these like uh, risks almost with these like sort of weirder side characters and bringing them to the forefront, and then everyone is like, "God, oh, this is great! This is cool!" <laughs> so, like, how long before we get live action Hit Monkey at the MCU? I mean, oh, bless. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is a little more violent um, than any of the other series right now. <laughs> well, like Modoc was more violent than the other stuff that we've seen, but it was in a really like goofy, yeah, splattery. Yeah, and <laughs> they were like... puppets. <laughs> They were they were puppets. It reminded me of like uh, on Nickelodeon, all of the slime claymation. But yeah, it was blood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was violent, but in a totally different way. This was yeah, it was pretty bloody. Yeah, it was it was bloody and it was gory and like cutting people's hands off and heads off and cutting people in yeah. half and getting hung up in machines. Yeah, and... yeah. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> uh, I did really enjoy it, though. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, there's a... They did that Marvel thing where they, like... It's serious, but there's bits of comedy, but also there's this, like, emotional struggle between mm-hmm. the protagonist human that is died and now is now a ghost that is haunting hit monkey essentially <laughs> um and i i just think that their dynamic is really good it's really funny 
but also like you feel kind of sad during the emotional parts so they like tell you the backstory a little bit and you mm-hmm. feel bad for hit monkey because like he's conflicted about being a hit monkey and i don't know i think they did a really good job of of making it not just a goofy show about a monkey that kills people mm-hmm. yeah i mean i i agree that they they did do all those things but i will also say this show was not for me <laughs> like I, and like i'm gonna try really hard not to sound sexist whenever i say this <laughs> But I feel like the movie isn't really aimed at me as a lady. And you could start with the point where it deals with a hitman. I don't know why so many properties are built around a hitman. And now they're getting all weird. Like, we've got that one that Ryan Reynolds is in. Yeah. The hitman's bodyguard or something. They made, like, a sequel to it where it's, like, the hitman's bodyguard's wife or something. Yeah. And... <laughs> It's just, it's kind of spiraling and spiraling and spiraling. And like you said, it is very kind of gory. Um, I was, <laughs> I was trying to get more into uh, like Hitmonkey as a character, but I was like, okay, so why does the monkey have a moral conscience? <laughs> and like... <laughs> because Sudeikis is over here just like talking constantly all the time and we're supposed to be focused on the monkey mm-hmm. and it's like uh, Bryce, Bryce is his name, not Jason Sudeikis <laughs> but, but yes, but Jason Sudeikis but, but Jason Sudeikis, yeah so he's like uh, he's like a hit monkey's shoulder devil <laughs> and I guess I guess Stick might be more of a shoulder angel I don't know it's hard to tell if he... Also, Hitmonkey has a crush on a human lady, which I thought was weird. Yeah, that is and, so a little weird. <laughs> but they, this is not the only thing where they've done something like this. Mm-hmm. There's a long and storied history of monkeys and other animals getting crushes on human <laughs> ladies, including King Kong. Yeah, he was just a big Hitmonkey. Including, monkey. but not limited to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. And I don't know, I feel like I definitely agree that hitmen hit whatever the profession mm-hmm. is glorified a lot in yeah i bet it's not this cool in real life yeah in movies and tv they're always like oh the hitman he's so cool look at the hitman and you're like this is weird especially because yeah in the past i don't know four years five years mm-hmm. it has been like john wick, john wick hitman like bodyguard yeah <laughs> Uh, man, what was that? The other video one? game that my husband plays, where the dude is yeah. bald and wears nice yeah. suits. Yeah, the Hitman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> they have just really kind of shoved it in our faces. Like, look at this. You want a but job a and make a bunch of money? <laughs> also, one thing that I thought was funny is that like uh, Hitmonkey is like born to be a Hitman, but he is a monkey. Like he just has all of these like incredible acrobatic murder skills. Yeah. And he rejects Bryce, but then they're bonded somehow. Mm-hmm. Like, super bonded. Like, Bryce can't cross over. Like, a major plot point this season is that Bryce cannot ascend until they've gotten their revenge. He is tethered to Hitmonkey. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, how did they forge this bond? Was it always <laughs> there? 
Because Himoki doesn't even like Brass. Yeah. At first. I don't think he... He doesn't like him for a good... Kind of comes around. Four or five episodes, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I think I think that there's nothing wrong with the show. I just don't think that it was really for me. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody else said they watched it, I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I wouldn't be like, ew, <laughs> why? I only do that with some shows. <laughs> like all of those things that are on CBS that are like the same show. But like yeah, over shows. and over, yeah. All of the NCISs. <laughs> ew, why? Well, I... I... I enjoyed it, but I did feel like the struggle between Hitmonkey and Bryce was almost brought up too much. Mm-hmm. It did seem like, okay, let's just go ahead and get to the point where they're working together. But yeah. and and it was I get like the funny moments, right? The like, haha, it's almost like a buddy cop thing, like good cop, bad cop. Yeah. Buddy cop bromance, whatever. But I mean, yeah, for like five or six episodes, it was just like, yeah, okay, we get it. Hitmonkey doesn't like Bryce. I get it. Okay. Yeah. Hitmonkey doesn't believe in it. Okay. The first episode I thought was extremely well done. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the one that I thought, uh, you know, had all the feels, it was well paced, good visuals. There wasn't too much Sudeikis in that one. There was just the right <laughs> amount of Sudeikis. Like, that episode was good. I, I was thinking while I watched this that it might have benefited from being a little bit more like the other shows where we get like six episodes of it mm. if they had tightened up the storyline uh, to get us to uh, to the end. And I'm not trying to throw shade at Sudeikis. I love Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> like Ted Lasso is maybe my favorite show to like pr- have premiered in like the last five years. It's so good. It's really good. Uh, and I also, I do like it whenever Sudeikis is kind of like a jerkweed. Like, have you seen, <laughs> have you seen the movie Colossal? Yeah. I love that movie. And he is such a terrible, terrible dude in it. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. I. We got, sorry, I was going to say the one really exciting thing we got was a Mephisto reference. Yeah. There at the end, it's like, oh. Yep. One of us is bringing in Mephisto. <laughs> And I almost feel like they did it just to be like, just do it already. Like, (laughs) here it is. Um, Yeah, I I understand why they had him talk so much because they made the monkey not, I mean, it's a monkey, so you can't just watch him speak like monkey nothingness. So Mm -hmm. I almost feel like it would have benefited the show to maybe make it so whenever the monkey was speaking just to him mm-hmm. that the monkey could speak English and like they oh, would have the blurbs, yeah like, yeah the they would have like a conversation and then whenever someone else from the outside came in it would be like you wouldn't get those and you'd be like who is this monkey talking to like I don't understand how to speak <laughs> monkey I feel like that would have that would have helped that problem because yeah it, it is like just Jason Sudeikis stand up for you know 20 minutes at a time Um, and ordinarily not a problem (laughs) it's just in this there are moments where it does feel like he is just talking talking. too much for the situation yeah he's just talking to talk it's like okay just (laughs) uh 
Well, and at some point, like at the beginning, uh, there's a real issue in communication between them. Mm. Like, he can't understand what the monkey is trying to communicate with him, and the monkey can't really understand him. But eventually, and I'm guessing that it's just because they met Stick and that kind of worked and they could suddenly talk to each other. Because later he says things and the monkey totally gets it. And the monkey says things and he totally gets it. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're having like full blown conversations, but half of it is a monkey screech. <laughs> well, I guess for anyone who hasn't seen it yet, uh, we're, we're going to dip into spoiler territory. So if you haven't seen it, maybe skip this part of the podcast. Or if you don't care, then listen and then go watch it. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But <laughs> I, on that topic, I wanted to talk about the end where Hitmonkey is then speaking to the police officer who understands him and talks back to him. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I miss yes. something. It went, they went from... Is that monkey talking to a ghost? I don't I don't understand what the monkey is saying. To all of a sudden best friends working together and they speak they both speak monkey. And I was like, "Wait, mm-hmm. hold hold on. You just jumped a huge gap that doesn't make sense now. The ghost speaking to the monkey is one thing. A human that now all of a sudden understands what the monkey's saying. That's too much for me. Too fast." <laughs> uh I did want to talk about some of the the characters that we got, though. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like Hitmonkey really pulled in like a lot of little character cameos. Um, some of them bigger than others, but uh, the first one is Fat Cobra. He's the big samurai or sumo guy that like stomps lightning. Um, he's actually from the Immortal Iron Fist. Uh, he comes from one of the like islands that makes up heaven. It's kind of like Kunlun. Uh, any, his powers are kind of like iron fist. He like channels his chi, but instead of his fist, he just stomps lightning. I don't know. Um, there's a kingpin reference. Um, when they're at the tailor shop getting his suit, uh, on the wall, there's a picture of kingpin. And it's really funny because I think it's supposed to be like a suit that's draped over his shoulders, <laughs> But it's like, it's like into the Spider-Verse Kingpin, like giant, yeah, like huge that. Kingpin. And there's this little <laughs> coat that's just kind of like wrapped over his shoulder. So I thought that was pretty funny. I was like, is that what the tailor made him? Like he didn't, <laughs> he didn't look like he tailored that very well. Um, Lady Bullseye is like one of the main villains. Um, my biggest takeaway from Lady Bullseye, because I had to look up who Lady Bullseye was, you want to know how Lady Bullseye got her name? Is she the lady version of the Bullseye from the Daredevil? Yep, Bullseye saves <gasps> Bullseye Nailed saves it. her from some <laughs> people that kidnapped her, and after he saved her, she decided to call herself Lady Bullseye and become an assassin. <laughs> what? Like that is the lamest, most boring origin story for a villain name. Anyway, um, apparently she's pretty bad in the comics. She works for the Hand and Kingpin, uh, and obviously she's a Daredevil villain. So, um, the biggest one for me was Ogun. He's the he's like a magical ninja. 
Uh, he was one of the people that showed up to assassinate Hitmonkey. He gets killed, but in the comics, he gets killed a bunch of times, and his magic powers bring him <laughs> back. So that doesn't mean anything. But the first time that we see Ogun in the comics is in a Kitty Pride and Wolverine storyline where he is trying to steal Kitty Pride's soul so that he can get revenge. And so Wolverine has to stop him. And I was like, oh, Wolverine references. I love it. <laughs> uh, on the back of that, we got the Silver Samurai. I literally didn't write anything on my notes other than his name because what's there to write? I mean... He's the silver he's samurai. samurai. Yeah. He's <laughs> I didn't I didn't know about his teleportation trick that he was able to do. I don't know that that's a power he has. Maybe it is. And I just don't know enough about him, but I know his sword can cut through pretty much anything and that's yeah, he's the silver samurai. Uh he turns into one of the main villains at the end with Yuki. Um excuse me, who in the comics Yuki is like really bad. Like she would not have helped Hip Monkey at all. <laughs> but in this, they kind of like humanized her a little bit, even though she's like a demon ghost. Um, and and she ends up kind of changing sides and helping Hip Monkey, which kind of brought me back to like this weird feeling where it's like we get to the end of the series or the end of a season and the show is like, we didn't explain enough. So let's just like do a bunch of stuff to finish this season. I felt like the whole ending of this episode or the last episode was very like, they were like, okay, we got to get hit monkey to the top so that he can kill the guy. Let's just do it. It doesn't matter. Let's just do it. All of a sudden, <laughs> like they're running up the wall. There's a fastball special, which is another uh, <laughs> fun Wolverine reference. I don't know. It just felt like so fast for how the rest of the show went. I feel like the show was yeah. very much like each episode was like one step in his plan. And then the end was just like, here's eight steps that we all just crammed into one episode because we need to finish it. <laughs> so I guess Hulu's not safe from that Marvel Disney thing. <laughs> uh if I had to rate Hitmonkey, I would give it 7 persimmons out of 10. <laughs> I think it was... Wow, persimmons, that's so specific. Yeah. Well, isn't that what he eats? Does anybody want 7 persimmons? <laughs> well, uh, Hitmonkey will take a bite out of each one and then throw the rest away. Um, okay. I think that it was just... fun and it was like goofy... And there were a lot of little Marvel things thrown in there. Mm -hmm. I don't, I mean, maybe one more season. They were setting one up, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I think that like one more season would be fun because it could be more of like a episode to episode. Um, I don't know, maybe like an overarching story, but each episode's sort of like a villain of the week that he goes to fight. I think that that new could be fun, fun. location. Yeah, yeah. It could be like, um, dang, what's that new show on Marvel? Uh, Cowboy Bebop, the live action remake of that, a version <laughs> of that, where it's just like, you know, there's like a story, but also it's like each episode's just self-contained its own episode. So 
I think that would be fun, but but maybe for just like one more season. I don't know that if they made three seasons of the show, like I, I just don't know what the show would be. There's only so much you can do with a monkey that kills people. <laughs> can kill a lot of people. <laughs> Bad people. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, how many avocados? Um, I think I'll I think I'll go two avocados, but they do have salt and pepper. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see like a you know how in, in uh like journals or books when you were a kid they always had the like measurements in the back. Yeah. I want to see one that has like here's one avocado plus salt equals this much plus pepper equals this much. <laughs> Salt and pepper combined. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, there's a lot out there if you like animated stuff right now. Um, so I would suggest watching them both. I mean, we'll let you decide. Tell us on social media if you liked both or one of the series or all of the series. I don't know. And if you know any other cool Marvel animated hidden series that are on some other streaming platform that we don't know about. Because uh, it is weird that Hulu is getting these Marvel shows. Which, like, I get it. Yeah, Disney owns it. Mm-hmm. But isn't that what Disney Plus is for? It's, I don't know. Uh, Until they get that uh, secret extra corner of Disney Plus that they've talked about adding for a long time. That's like... The grown-up side of uh, Disney Plus where they can yeah. put uh, Deadpool and stuff. Yeah, I as long as they don't charge you extra for that, <laughs> which I'm worried that they will. <laughs> I feel like they've upped their price like three times in the last month. But And tell us what you think the odds are of uh, Marvel casting Jason Sudeikis as Reed Richards in the future. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'd be a fun Reed Richards. Oh yeah. yeah, and it'd be really fun to watch him get like super jacked to play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to play Reed Richards too. I think it'd be a hard sell for the the people that are expecting John Krasinski, Reed Richards. Oh, I would still like. I'm still on board the John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, uh, Sue and Reed train. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, I would love to see that, but yeah, we're just we're waiting. Yeah. Yeah, it's at the end of a long line of other stuff coming out. <laughs> <sighs> or they could do what I tweeted and just cast Henry Cavill. Yeah, just so Since out of left field. DC has treated him so poorly, <laughs> just scoop him up and bring him over here. Bring him home. They have to. They'll have to make him like not as jacked though. Reed Richards. <laughs> Reed, Reed's kind of like a skinny, skinny lanky. Can't have like big buff. Stretchy well, man. Sherlock Holmes wasn't supposed to be swole either. <laughs> yeah, true. And he gave us that. He gifted us that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely tell us what you thought of the series and look forward to the end of this week because, surprise, surprise, something to be thankful for, another episode of Ages of Mace with the yep. first two episodes of... Hawkeye. I almost forgot what his name was and called it Clint, but that's not what it's called. Jeremy Renner. (laughs) (laughs) So, look forward to that and don't forget, have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) See you guys later this week. Bye.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.